not getting into that. I would get so mad all over again. You, you but maybe like the guys can enlighten us. Like, does it matter? Because <laughs> it's like if Beyonce got cheated on, before it was like if Halle Berry got cheated on, even though she's crazy. So she's fly. So we understood that. Right. Yeah. The, the right. thing is, like, the, if somebody's gonna cheat, it doesn't matter how attractive you are. It doesn't matter. Like, it's not about the other person. That's why, like, anyone could get cheated on. It's all about. It's more about the other person. But still, that's Beyonce. I, I know. I agree. I'm, 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 I'm not saying I disagree with your line of thinking at all. I agree with you 100. But I'm just saying for people who are cheating, most times they're gonna a cheater's gonna cheat. Right, but even then, That's right? True. Wouldn't you cheat like up the ladder? Like, I can't pass this up because this is like I could see you cheating with Beyonce, but not on <laughs> her. You know what I mean? Like, Rihanna. <laughs> Rihanna, no. Is that your? You think no. you think Becky with the good hair is Rihanna? No, no. But I I'm saying that before. No, I'm <laughs> saying I'm saying I'm saying if you're going to cheat on Beyonce, it it has to be Rihanna. Dasha Polanco. Because there's no one else. Yeah, I don't, I don't, because like you said, it's, it, come on, it's Beyonce. And, and Rihanna is just, yeah, yep. Just Rihanna's stop. just, yep. Just stop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, all right. Y'all ready to get audacity. into it? The audacity. I'm all hot now. <laughs> Thinking about Rihanna. <laughs> Welcome to the Breaks Radio. Welcome to another episode of The Breaks Radio, the best hip-hop podcast you guys will find, period, point blank. I am one of the hosts, CEO Hayes. With me, we have, do have my co-host. We're going to get to the most tatted person on the panel. That's Low first. What's going on, Low? <laughs> What's up, y'all? <laughs> then we also have the lovely Miss Mary Almonte. What's going on? Hey, hey. And then we got Baylor the Great coming straight out of L.A. What's going on? I'm happy. You know what? I'm happy to I'm happy to hear from y'all too. I, I was thinking about y'all earlier this week. I miss y'all. Oh, oh we missed you too, Baylor. <laughs> I was thinking about y'all while I was doing some shopping. I said, what are they doing right now? What is Love doing? What's she doing? Being crazy. <laughs> Being crazy, probably. <laughs> Low social media activity. All I can sit there and say is listen, if you want to show. Just watch her stories. I don't even need Netflix. I just watch loads no. of Instagram stories. <laughs> yep. I just I just sit there and watch. I put my phone down and I cross my arms and I just watch. What's she about to do? Do now? you shake your head? Yeah. You no, 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 no. I just, I love I love entertainment, so Yeah. <laughs> Please don't watch my stories, guys. <laughs> Be right back. <laughs> Let's get into the topics this week. Uh, the first one we got was one that surprised me, and that is Eric Sermon is dropping a new album. He already dropped a new single. Um, hey, what do you guys think about Eric Sermon dropping the album in 2019? Hmm. Well, 
<laughs> well, and see, that's the thing is like Eric Sermon, even like towards the what was that the late nineties, maybe early two thousands, when he kind of had a resurgence, the music wasn't that good to me. I mean, I respect Eric Sermon for who and what he's done in the game, but like, I really I, Eric Sermon album two thousand nineteen is not what I need at all. But look at the cast that's going to be on the album, though. That's they might fact. help them. Yeah. You know, you can't go. What we got? We got Meth Man. Come on. Come on, Mary. We got Meth Man on there. Pharrell, <laughs> Big Crit, Red Man. I got it here. I got it. It's, if the production is cool, then it's manageable. You know, but he's been like, come on, man. He's He got a couple of generations under his belt. Yeah, and his music sounds. I like just it. feel like he hasn't caught. I know. Yeah, it's just he hasn't caught up to like. I think he hasn't caught up to like the late nineties yet. Right. I mean, I feel like to Hayes's point, it's like if you were not feeling him back in the late nineties, early two thousands, this seems like it's just going to be a repeat of that. <laughs> so yeah, I'm interested to see where he fits in like these days. It's just gonna be interesting to, and then like all the features. I was looking at the feature list, and I was just like really confused. But um, I'll, I'll give it a listen. I'm excited though. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of just one of those things. Like, I mean, I'm probably gonna listen to it, but I'm not excited about it at all. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. I'm being too hard. I know I'm a hip hop head, but this is pushing it even for me. But so that uh, spun us into a conversation I want to get into, and that's Eric Sermon's legacy. Like I said, I I respect what Eric Sermon did in the game, but he never gets mentioned. Like, Eric Sermon's name, I think you can give someone a top 100 list of MCs, and I don't think he'll come up at all, in my opinion. Maybe that's Ooh. just me. Bro, I'm sorry. Oh, we got to stop this. Come on. Let's not do this. Eric Sermon, was, Eric Sermon is a, he's slightly above decent. In my opinion, but go ahead, go ahead, barely. Y'all, it it it, <laughs> it never fails me how much y'all y'all like really hurt me sometimes. <laughs> y'all 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 really, is he that bad to y'all? Like I, he's a part of uh, a Hall of Fame group to me. You know they have they have some great singles. Uh, he has some solo singles. You know with the sample with Marvin Gaye music. Um. <laughs> Oh my God! Lyrically, lyrically, I can give him, I can give him top twenty-five, top thirty. What? Yes, wow. bro. Come on, man. Come on. This top hurts. Eric this Sermon's Eric Sermon saying. alone, like not not group Eric Sermon himself as an MC. You put him in the top thirty. I just said I I love y'all and I miss y'all. Y'all off the back like y'all just the amount of disrespect. Okay, I'm gonna run that list down. I'm gonna run that list down. He's not even in the top 100. That's a lot of humans. <laughs> a lot of humans, <laughs> bro. Ooh, that's a tough one. Well, I mean, you know, back to Instagram. <laughs> Ladies, back to Instagram, I go. Instagram, I gotta go figure out if if my guy is at least ninety nine. <laughs> Nobody's with you here. What you got, man? Uh, <laughs> I, I think he probably would make the top hundred for me. 
on the lower end of that, the higher end of that, however we're looking at it. I mean, if we're talking about his legacy, I think that music joint is his legacy. Like, that's what probably the only thing he had that charted, I would say. You got to chill? Did that chart? I don't know. I hope so. Man, that's, I didn't think I was going to hear that. I, I mean, you got Dylon, Dylon, <laughs> Dylon, Dylon, Dylon. <laughs> Low anything on Eric Sermon? Uh, no, the only song that I remember by him was that music song. And it was pretty big. It was yeah. a good song. But I was like maybe 12 when it came out. So... <laughs> I mean, we'll see. We'll see how he does. All right, let's move on because I'm I, Baylor is like really gonna blow a gasket because I, I got more hot takes on it, but we'll <laughs> wait on Baylor. it. We'll wait on it. I'll text him after the show. Um, this next <laughs> one, someone who just keeps finding his way on our damn topic list. I was trying my best to avoid it, but it couldn't be avoided. Kodak Black dropped a diss track on ti and i'll start this one off while hit the way he raps is idiotic if you listen or read the bars that he wrote it honestly wasn't that bad but on top of that he tweeted out something today or post on instagram about ti's daughter just kodak is is very close to being the next takashi 69 but mary what do you think about all this um i completely agree he just is school on sunday no class um, I can't with him. Like, I just, I feel like, first of all, he knows he had to go look up what expeditiously meant. <laughs> and then, yeah, like, don't talk about somebody's baby mama, wife, whatever it is. Like, calling somebody ugly as hell, he has his nerve. <laughs> it's like, have have you looked in the mirror, bruh? I just think he has no business. Like, he needs to just go away, for real. So, I'm definitely... Not feeling it. I mean, I've only heard snippets of it. I, I have not even given it the respect of a listen. I've only heard snippets based on the media that I've heard covering it that would play snippets. And it just was foolishness, as you've labeled him in the last episode. So, Hello? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh at ignoring Kodak Black. This week, I literally ignored him until this came out. And it's, like you said, it's not absolutely horrible. It's just, I can't give him anything. I can't give him any of my energy. So, T.I.'s diss track was better to me, because I have a little bit of respect for T.I. at least. But I I wasn't impressed. I don't even think T.I. should have responded. I, I, the whole thing should just be left alone, though. Like, you have to ignore him at this point. Like you said, he's on, like, that 6 9 wave. And, you know, ain't no telling how it's going to end. Because if he's, if, he's, if he's putting out this content and he's running around staying out of, you know, he's not approaching these people in person, then it's like he's just playing games with him at this point. He's doing it for the clicks and the likes. I mean, and the thing with Kodak Black is, is that 
I mean, what what what's really to be said that we haven't said already? Like, it's, he doesn't deserve the attention. I wish he would go away. Mary said it last week. For some reason, he sells, so he's not going to go away. But it's, it, the dude has no taste at all. I don't even think he realizes how disrespectful he's being. He's just a, a young, dumb cat. And when people complain about millennials or Generation Z or whatever, I don't even know what this shit is anymore. He's almost the picture-perfect example of that because he's just – it's bad, man. It's bad. But um, anything anything left on Carter before we move on? I'm just curious to see if T.I. is going to whoop his ass or something. Because I don't know. Where <laughs> I come from, talking about somebody's baby mama is grounds for an ass whooping. <laughs> so, and his daughter. Right. And his like, daughter. That's a whole other level. So what happens next? Because... I mean, you could just dismiss him as a fool, but he is a fool that is disrespecting your damn family. So, I don't know. Let's see. Yeah, on top of that, him. and and we've seen T.I. isn't even afraid to back down from Floyd Mayweather. So, he has, I, just to keep the same energy, he has to come for Kodak Black. I need to see him put hands on him. <laughs> That's, true. That's yeah. true. There's a big difference between Floyd Mayweather and Kodak Black. The big difference. Yeah. <laughs> That no one should give him any type of energy. I'm sure T.I. is struggling with this because this is something that I personally struggle with in my grown life where it's like, do I take it to the streets and, and go back to the old me or do I take the <laughs> higher road? And I'm sure T.I. might be asking himself that question. Because it's like giving a full energy is demeaning your own self-worth, but then there's just some disrespect that you can't tolerate, like, or let slide. And we're in that territory now, I think, so. And you, and you got to ask, what's the end game? Because at this point, like like you said, do we take it to the streets? And I feel like if it was really going to go to the streets, I don't know why I feel like Jay Prince would just pop out of nowhere and say, cease the violence. <laughs> True. <laughs> All right, let's move into the next one. I'm, I'm at least this one's a little more positive. Uh, Nas and Mary J. Blige are going on a con- a summer tour together. Um, not really much else to say outside of that. It's just these two being on tour together. I like the mixture of hip hop and R and B here. What do you guys think? I like it. I'm, I'm mad that the one time they do come to California, <laughs> they go to Mountain View. I don't even know where Mountain View is at. I don't even know where that's at. Um, but yeah, you know, I, I would probably be more excited that uh, probably the surprise guest that they put, uh, that they bring out. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm always so see Nas. Yep, me too. He's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> we'll always go see Nas wherever he is. <laughs> Mary. Yeah. She puts on a good I'm not show. A, I'm not an R&B head, though. Like, I don't really too much care for her music. Like, oh, my God, please don't kill me. Like, so many people probably get so mad at that. But I'm not a Mary fan. But, but I definitely will go see Nas any day. What about Mary dance moves, though? You got to roll it <laughs> Oh, she, she got a good jig. <laughs> well, Mary J. Blige is the only R&B singer who never learned how to dance. Oh man, she definitely created all those steps, you know. 
Man. <laughs> is that what we're calling those? Steps. I don't know which is worse, that or Little Kim's uh and <laughs> oh, both of them on the stage at the same time. Watch oh out. my god, I'll be so dizzy. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I think it'll be a great show, though. <laughs> yeah, Mary can act, hits. though. She um, on Mudbound. She was she was phenomenal on Mudbound. Mary is just a really interesting character to me, and I feel like there is something about her that just commands respect. Her songs are always genuine and heartfelt, but I'm kind of in the low category somewhat where I don't think she's the best singer. Like... Her singing is not good, but her songs are good. I don't know if that makes sense. So it does. Okay, see, so you feel me. We we be here, but <laughs> it does. It makes sense. Yeah, but people want to fight me whenever I say that. Like Mary gets people or has gotten people through some shit, and I respect that. Mm-hmm. And I can even say like, no more drama. When that came out, I was like going through some things, and I felt that song like. Almost to tears, probably, you know, at that point in my life. So, like, I feel like her songs definitely, like, really resonate and strike a chord. But if you really, like, take that away, it's like, and you if you hear her sing a cappella, it's kind of like, is this really good singing? I don't know. But mm-hmm. but I'm there for the show. <laughs> so you're saying the production yeah. <laughs> is, like, production is, like, 50%? Production, lyrics. You know, the musicality is all there, but like her singing, it's in itself, she's not to me the best singer. Like, I'm her voice is not my favorite. Could anybody else? I got a question for you then. Could anybody else sing her songs? Anyone else could sing her songs. You better? <laughs> I mean, because I think, I think some, I mean, well, I don't think I know some of those songs were from personal pain. So, you know, like I've always said, I think Usher can sing a lot of songs out here, a lot of different tracks, because he has a great voice. Um, But Mary's music is, you know, her early tracks is very unique. I don't know if anybody can just come along and bring that same type of feeling. Mm, That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah, I'd have to agree. So maybe it wouldn't be as heartfelt, but Mm. would it be sang better? (laughs) Probably. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> probably <laughs> I mean I probably would I probably would go from crying to just nodding my head okay Makes sense. or being like damn she could sing <laughs> yeah like Matt <laughs> <laughs> you could go either way with that <laughs> Yeah, but I, I do. I want to go to this. <laughs> Take my auntie. <laughs> yeah, I'm with it. Yeah, I, I definitely. If they come near me, I'm definitely going to. Um, but this this next one, call me crazy because I I know people say Luda may be washed up, but I think he still has. Ludacris announces his tenth album, and he's working with Timberland on this. Uh, Timberland worked very closely with him at the beginning of his career. What do you guys make of this? Are you guys excited about it? What do you think? I don't want to say y'all killing me. Bad. I'm waiting for Baylor. <laughs> like, okay, but hey, what what is what is he gonna talk about? I mean, look, I'm gonna listen. I just want to know what he's gonna talk about. Okay. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> 
we need a track list before we can say anything about it. <laughs> please, please. I need to know the features, too, because he might need to get carried just like Eric. I'm just saying. Mm. <laughs> oh, don't do that. But wait, so if we're talking about lyrical content, what was he talking about before? He didn't have one of those, like, I used to sling coke, you know, in the P's stories. Like, he was very kind of, you know, surface to me. And he, he, well, well his, him, but. His, music, his music was more animated. Yes. Cause his, and, his, and his videos matched his, matched his lyrics. Absolutely. Uh, and I think that's mm-hmm. what it was. Is, and, but ever since then, he's calmed down. Uh, he, he, he went to Hollywood, and he's a different man. So I'm not saying that the content wouldn't be good. I just don't know. I haven't seen him or heard from him since. I think he's got a few like pimping all over the worlds and yeah, Rolambos and move bitch get out the way he's left. I don't think that really matters what place in life you're in, right? Yeah. Well, Lula has. I'm telling you, really I'm, good album. Lula still has it. I'm telling. You, I'm. I. I Eric, if we're gonna compare Lula's album and Eric Sermon's album, it's easily gonna be. Way better than Eric Sermon's album. Don't do that. See, don't do that. You did that on purpose. I did. Mm-hmm. I did. I definitely did that on purpose. Trying to stay away from that. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Luda is the Nicki Minaj of the game. Like the male Nicki Minaj. Wow. But I can't argue oh. with that at all. Right? Like with the yeah. animation and the whole... But yet he still has a flow and it's respectable, but... He's a little bit more like he's not very deep in it because I mean I think we touched on this before when we had a discussion about Nikki in the past where you guys kind of said um, you know Nikki doesn't really like I think it was you Baylor that you said Nikki doesn't really allow you to get to know her like that and I feel like Luda's the same way like I just had said before and I never thought about this until just now but he never really got deep in any of his songs it was all very surface and relatable stuff and like you know fun so kind of feel like. He's the equivalent. I feel like if he come out with like some summertime, you know, mood type of vibes or something like that, it'll be okay. I mean, of course, he's gonna add the production there because uh, Timberland to be right behind it. But I think it, it, he might have something where we can roll down the window and blast to turn up the volume. All right, <laughs> there it is. We'll see. Uh, once it comes out, we'll review it and we'll have this conversation and it'll definitely be better than Eric Sermon's album. So um, we'll, we'll keep putting a pin in there. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> We're going to get into our first break. When we come about this, uh, come back from this first break, I'm excited about the topic we're getting into because we kind of alluded to last week. We're going to be talking about females and music, period. So we'll be right back after this. What up, everybody? This is Scoop Grady. This is your boy, A.B. Make sure y'all check out the Inside Scoop the second of every Wednesday. Make sure y'all check us out. Yeah, man, we dropping this shit every other Wednesday, man, at 11 motherfucking o'clock. Please kill, kill, double fucking kill. All right, and I put this one in big-ass, bold-ass letters on this run sheet because it pissed me off a little bit. Respecting who came before. So the first question that we're going to get into on this topic and this kind of sets the tone. Have the contributions of women in music gone underappreciated, specifically in hip hop? What do you guys think? Yes, it always has. Uh, because if, when you look at the when you look at the sport, is it was always dominated by males. 
Now, there have been women that, that have come along and started off somewhat a little bit after uh, hip hop really took uh, took off and they held their own. But during that time period, during like the golden era, like in the 90s, um, I think it got lost where the content in the 90s was mainly drugs, uh, m- talking about women and, you know, violence. So when, you know, when you did have the female rappers come along, either they had to be lyrical or they had to show some sexuality. And and that's where I think it kind of like fell off or they get didn't get as much love because a lot of cats would try to look past the the content that they were saying and just look at, you know, how they look. And that to me, that's a that's a form of disrespect when you talk about female lyricists. Yeah, I agree. Um, but it's funny because I was just saying to my daughter earlier today because Big Old Freak came on. Um, and then it came on right behind like a City Girls song. And I'm like, it's dope that there's so many female MCs now. But I'm noticing it's kind of a trend that all of them really base their content around sex. So are we evolving with that? Or I don't know. I mean... It- it's not gonna die. Like, like if you look at the if you look at the female uh, artists that has come after Nicki Minaj and Cardi, all of them are like Instagram models or former bartenders or some shit like that or strippers. Yeah. I think so back in the to... day, go ahead. Man. I was gonna say back in the day, pretty it was pretty women back in the day. It's just they had a little they had a rough side to them, like you know MC Light. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, e- even Eve, uh, in the beginning had a little rough side to where the brat, I had the, the biggest crush on the, on the brat. I'm like, look, you're wearing the same clothes I wear. Okay. But I know, you know, she had two videos where she actually shown her body. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, that it was just, it was just different. Right? It was just different. And now it's gotten to the point where everything is just sexualized. Like it's just, it's out of control now. Yeah. I think now, too, the thing that makes a difference, or at least in the public eye, is that back then hip-hop was dominated by men sexualizing women. Now it's women sexualizing... Like, the um, the twerk video. If that would have been done by a man even five years ago, it would have caused a fucking outrage. Or it would have been on BET Uncut. But now it's looked at as a... Everyone was saying how it's it was fun to see women just celebrating and being women in a sense like that twerking. Like... And I, I can if that makes you feel empowered, all, all power to it. I'm not trying to take away from that, but I think that that's what the shift's been. Is that now it was went from men sexualizing women to women embracing sexualizing themselves, and people feel freed by that. And a prime example is remember the rump shaker video. Uh, you see what I'm saying? Tip drill. <laughs> and tip the drill. Twer- the twerk tip video drill. was literally mm-hmm. the tip drill video, just not X-rated. Mm. I have to agree. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just, I'm really racking my brain right now trying to think of a female MC that didn't have this sexual slant or like wasn't really. I mean, I guess the brat is a good one. MC Light, I guess, too. Queen Latifah. Missy Elliott. Yeah, Queen Latifah. Missy Elliott. Missy, Missy yeah. Elliott. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. We had a few. Uh, Queen Latifah. I think, I think the further you go, I think the further you go back to like the late '80s, early '90s, they—I mean, besides Salt and Pepper, 
you know. Right. And, but even they, yeah, but yeah. even they were fully closed. <laughs> right, they were not. And then they they might have started this shit with Push It and... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about sex, baby. <laughs> <laughs> And really now the only the only female MC and correct me if I'm wrong are the two that I can think of that don't really sexualize themselves are Rhapsody and Il Camille. Yeah. Yep. And they're not having that mainstream success really that the way the others are. That's true. Yo, like early on in her career though, Remy Ma. True. That's because she was ugly early in her career. She couldn't really. Stop. Be nice. Be nice. That was mean. Come on. <laughs> Be nice. Listen. Was not ugly. What was it? The Annie Up video? <laughs> Rumi, never mind. I'll stop because I'm going to be nice. You're right. But I, I loved her in that. Like, that was what made me become a fan. Yeah, I me, was too. Like, me too. Me too. This gangster as a dude. Like, yeah. This is great. But then she still had, like, the conceited song back in the day where she had, like, the blonde bang. I right. love Rumi Ma back in the day right everything all right so the next one that we're going to get into uh conversation on this the most influential female mcs it's not necessarily the best but who's had the most influence into the into the rap game um over the history so this isn't just now this is hip-hop period what do you guys think Uh, i had um I had Lady of Rage. Because I think at, at one point she set the bar, uh, mm-hmm. and then she has been on. She was on a few records with you know other lyrical artists, and she held her own. I think she even had a, a classic verse from time to time. The Brat, uh, she definitely did. And not only that, when she when she I guess retired, she actually started somebody else's career by ghostwriting for him. Shout out to Bow Wow, um, and then Queen Latifah, which I think is on the Mount Rushmore. Of, of women uh lyricists and from from her starting off holding her own to going to hollywood okay solid i like that who's going next i'll go so i think this is going to become like kind of generational for us but i'm gonna go with kim foxy eve because back when i was in my heyday, <laughs> those were like the three. B- well, can we say the B word? Is that disrespectful? I don't know. I, I'm a bitch, and I call girls bitches. So, those were like the three bitches running shit. Like back when, back in like the late '90s, early 2000s. So, yeah. Okay, low. Um, I'm gonna have to say, of course, Lil Kim. Um. Missy Elliott, because I love Missy. Her videos, her visuals, everything. She's she's so dope to me, even still to this day. Um, and Foxy, because I love Foxy Brown. I don't know why I loved her. She was so ratchet, but I love me some Foxy. Yeah, I, I don't I don't eat chocolate, but that's that's a, that's <laughs> nice. That's some chocolate right there. I get you that one. <laughs> and I felt like she kind of tried to keep it classy, as like classier than Kim. Like she was the classier option. I felt back then. Yeah. It really sounded to me that she, of all people, never made like a, any kind of comeback, or she's kind of off the radar. Well, she had the whole death thing death. for a while, and then now her hearing's right. back. Like, right. yeah. But if I had, <laughs> if I had to pick, if I had to pick want to like ride with the fellas it would have to be like foxy 
or Lady of Rage. Got got to be one of those two because I feel like I feel like they voice is strong enough as well. Yeah. My list would be number one for sure, Missy Elliott. Uh, visuals, musically, what she's done, songwriting for other people. Um, I just feel like her influence in the game is the biggest, in my opinion, of, of for, because of all of that. I mean, when you really look at what she did with videos, that's what spurned what what Buster did with videos, Ludacris did with videos. Like even even now, like there are a lot of videos that are taking that take cues from things that Missy did 10, 20 years ago. So Missy Elliott is number one for me. Um, next, Queen Latifah, for many of the reasons Baylor said, because of everything she's did both in and out of music, I think she showed that you can look at the heights of where you can get by not sexualizing yourself. So mm-hmm. definitely Queen Latifah for that. And then I think she, maybe she made everyone's list, but Little Kim, because regardless of anything else, all the jokes, the memes and stuff about her now, well, Little Kim did musically and um and just being herself like she really paved the way for a cardi and and a, a Nicki minaj like she did her thing and so those are the top three in my in my opinion mcs yeah you uh, oh it's crazy how all these women were pioneers of so many different type of styles though now that's crazy yeah especially yeah. especially little kim like i separate little kim and foxy because I feel like Foxy can go out there and like, you know, I think she could be violent with the fellas. I think she could battle rap. Lil' Kim was is a pioneer to all his ratchet shit. All his ratchet shit. I think Sgt. <laughs> Pepper started the whole sexuality thing. But, you know, but and I think Lady of Rage and like MC Light, it's just pure bars. Yeah. So shout out to the women, man. I gotta make that shirt. You know, one person that we're not mentioning at all in, in our little honorable mention sweep here is Radiga. Ooh! I Yo, beat that bitch we're talking, with that. Right? If Ooh. we're talking about a chick who could actually, like, battle the fellas... Yeah. She she definitely was down. Like, and she does not get any credit or ever get mentioned. And I really loved her, too. So, yeah. Take well, you can always time. hear her at the BET Awards, like, coming from the sky <laughs> that's she true like oh, Spinderella. I think that's yeah. Spinderella. oh is it really oh spinderella from salt and pepper who also like never gets mentioned either i Once know think salt and pepper they just think of them too and not yeah. and spinderella i had a crush on her too yeah you yeah, had a lot of crushes hey it's beautiful women out here so the next question in this topic is why does it seemingly do women get celebrated more in r&b than hip-hop and i guess we've kind of answered that over the course of this conversation but if you guys have any more thoughts on it what do you guys think i think it's just i just think it's a different type of content though like i said like when you hear the bars and and hear the lyricism and stuff like that i don't a lot of women I don't think a lot of women is trying to hear that, you know what I'm saying? But they can relate to the Mary J. Blige, you know what I'm saying? And and they can relate to a lot of R&B singers because of the personal experiences. And the music is, uh, I guess, easier to digest. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think, right, like we just kind of alluded to, it seems like only certain type of content is acceptable for women as MCs. But women singing, it, you know, it runs the gamut. 
I mean, not for nothing. I even feel like they're starting to become now like a bit of a separation in R&B. Like, I love Janae Aiko, and I think she's a more like she curses in her songs and she's a little more raw and like rough around the edges. And like that's become more acceptable now, whereas, you know, before it would be like if you're not just like belting and, you know, like on your knees, like crying, then that's not really considered R&B. So I think like there's different forms of R&B that women kind of can get in with. Whereas with bars, it's like (laughs) you got to be these days, especially like more sexualized and. I don't know, even aggressive, like more aggressive about it. There as you go. To, yeah. It's like, what, what do you want to hear? Do you want to hear, um, like, do you want to hear a high, like, when the last time we heard a high note? You know, it was yeah. in that good old Whitney Houston, Mariah Carey, can you hold that note? We ain't heard that in a long time. No. Can anyone in the game hold that note now? I think SZA can. SZA was lose. didn't she, like, lose her voice or something? Yeah, she she did. Yeah. She did. But yeah. it was supposed to come back. I don't think that was permanent. But oh, okay. Her I mean, last show control album was amazing. I don't know if she's on oh, some Mariah level though. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no. Whitney. I don't think anybody on Mariah level. Maybe Ariana Grande. <laughs> even though, are we considering her R and B? I don't know. But she can sing. She can sing. Yeah, yeah, she can sing. But I mean, I remember seeing her on Disney when my daughter was watching Disney, and she like kind of belted out a little something and i was like oh that little girl can sing and then she grew up to become ariana grande so um yeah i don't know we don't have a lot of real singers anymore well r&b and that that i know we're doing our hip-hop brackets but you know once we get out of this we're going to start talking a little more other genres too because like r&b in general right now is kind of it's kind of trash like just to be 100 honest (laughs) <laughs> it's it's kind of like it's kind of like walking into a warehouse and you just gotta like find some shit. Yeah, you gotta look under some stuff. You gotta really search gotta for it. I mean that Anderson Pack project that just oh, dropped is yes. actually bringing oh, arms back. Oh, yeah. I, I want yeah. I wanted to I wanted to give it a week until we review it. That will be on the list next week for any listeners because yeah, that album. Yeah. Yes. And yes. that's real R and B at least. Yeah. So. But who else? I don't know. Masego, I love Masego, but is he really R and B? I don't know. He's, He's more, more jazz like a, to me. Yeah, jazz. Yeah, ish. We'll get into the conversation, but the next, the next question we have on this one: um, What women MCs do you think could go toe to toe with any male rapper? That could be past, present. I guess not really future. You wouldn't know. But what do you guys think? <laughs> Everyone's going to hate my answer. But I'm really, really into Doja Cat right now. Like, I really, really like her. (laughs) That's just me personally, because, like, that's just the type of trash that I like to listen to. (laughs) Trash. (laughs) She is, is, uh, she's definitely entertaining. I like like her, too. Yep. That's my opinion. Okay. I would say Eve. I think Eve could hold her. She, I mean, I think she did hold her own as kind of the first lady of Rough Riders. I kind of feel like if they would have actually let her battle, she would have done her thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Baylor. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, shit. Jean Grey. Uh, Jean Grey, MC Light, Lauren uh, Hill. I think Left Eye. Wow. Rhapsody. Shit. I want to say Moni Love. Uh, that's it. I think Lauren Hill's an interesting choice because I wasn't even really thinking of her as an MC, but I guess you're right. She is. Yeah. My my two, the first that came to my mind, definitely Rhapsody, uh, which I, I think I said last week. Rhapsody bar for bar. I think she's one of the the best MCs, just pure MCs in the game period now. Um, but Roxanne Shantae, how can we not mention her? Especially yeah. for her era, yeah. no one wanted to battle yeah. Roxanne Shantae. Well, everyone just wanted to, but not many, very, not not very many people were successful. Yeah, yeah, agreed. So, all right, but let us know your list. Okay. Any, any listeners? Go ahead. You, you got any, anyone got anything else? No. All right. Listeners, let us know your pick. What what female MCs do you think can go toe-to-toe with any rapper? We're going to go ahead and get into our last break, and we're going to finish out this uh, hip-hop madness brackets. Hopefully, we don't get into any arguments. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, I forgot about Charlie Baltimore. Oh, oh yes. Welcome to Technical File, the sports podcast you never knew you needed. It's your boy, T-I-M-K-I-N-Z, the number three, a.k.a. Go, go, Power Ranger. Yeah, this is the Black Ranger. It's me, a.k.a. Mr. Give It To Me. It's Ash Ketchum in his bed. <laughs> I am the Eric J. Only known as. The Eric J. And I'm Camille, point guard of the crew, the real life Tifa Lockhart, the girl next door. You know, holding it down for all the women who love sports. And it's your boy, K. Harris, the gentleman. The gentleman. The gentleman. Also known as K. Diddy. Take that, take that. But better known as the people's jabroni. <laughs> and that's us. I mean, we're four friends coming together every week to talk about the biggest stories in sports with our own flair to it. Let me tell you, you ain't never heard a sports podcast that's entertaining before. Damn straight. So check us out every Wednesday. Get at us. I don't even know. I'm looking away. I'm, you, know, you know I'm not going first this time. Baylor already knows. He just wants to be a pain in the ass. Yeah, that's it. That's what he, he <laughs> likes doing. He's been a brat this whole episode, but it's cool. It's cool. Um, <laughs> so I guess I'll bite the bullet and go first on this one since, you know, these. Uh, I keep getting blamed for this. It was not my fault, people. It was randomized, the original. Never mind. But uh, come on. I mean, Wu Tang Clan all the way. I, I, I There's just not a better hip-hop group in my opinion wild tribe called quest i love their music um i could listen to either either one or two if you secluded me somewhere and i only had one of the music from either one of these two groups to listen to i'd be a happy soul but wu-tang is just the better group to me i'm still a tribe so (laughs) electric relaxation is my favorite song like ever of all time so I'll be by myself here. <laughs> mm. We know where Mary's picking. Well, to be fair, I put this out there to my Instagram universe and put a poll in my stories. And I must speak for my constituents when I, I say. Uh, <laughs> 
75 percent who said so well Baylor <laughs> you know how like just I, I hold the key to everything I could deadlock everything right now but I'm not I'm not I'm not it's gotta go it's gotta go to Wu-Tang <laughs> you know Cream being my favorite Wu-Tang song of all time and probably one of the top five videos. That was so dirty. I took a shower after seeing that video. So and I got to go. I grew up. So <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I got to. I got to go with that. Um, you know, still an asterisk mark, but they definitely won. Well, that's it. Officially, the Breaks Radio has crowned at least. By consensus, is that Wu Tang is the best hip hop group of all time? Bam, it's done. Shout out to Florida and them ballots. <laughs> <laughs> you a hater, man. You a hater, Baylor. Um, that's it. That's it for this week. We named it. I know people are gonna disagree. Well, I don't know. I think I think this one is stressful as it was. I, I everyone I talked to has said Wu Tang. So Wu Tang, I think. Is 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 definitely deserves to win this one. Sorry, Lo. RP five. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anything left? Any parting words? Any other topics you guys want to talk about? We already have a few for next week that we've alluded to, and we're going to be talking about Beyonce next week. Yeah. We'll let the women just run that one. But uh, <laughs> 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 tell everyone y'all social media if there's nothing left. Follow me on Instagram at my underscore names underscore low. Just don't look at my stories, y'all. Don't do it. That's the first thing they're going to now. And I'm at Miss Mary Almonte. Pretty simple. Everywhere. At Baylor the Great. Uh, I want to apologize for not bringing up Charlie Baltimore. Uh, we forgot about Yo-Yo, uh, Shauna from DTP, Mia X, Trina. Amel. Uh, Amel. Forgot her. Yeah, oh. yeah. So shout out, shout out to the rest of the women out there. And yeah, that's it. All right. And you can follow me at CEO Hayes. That's at C-E-O-H-A-I-Z-E. This has been another episode of The Breaks Radio where you can follow us collectively at The Breaks Radio. And we are out. I'm atomically, Socrates, philosophies, and hypotheses. Can't define how I be dropping these mockeries. Lyrically perform armed robbery. Flee with the lottery. Possibly they spotted me. Battle scarred showgun. Explosion when my pen hits. Tremendous. Ultraviolet shine blind forensics. I inspect you through the future. See millennium. Killer bees sold 50 gold, 60 platinum. Shackling the masses with drastic rap tactics. Graphic displays melt the steel like blacksmiths. Black woo jackets, queen bees ease the guns in. With patrolmen tear gas lace to function Heads by the score, take flight inside a war Ticks hit the floor, die hard fans demand more Behold the bold soldier, control the glow slowly Proceeds the blow, swinging swords like Shinobi Stomp grounds and found footprints in solid rock
who got it locked performing live on your hottest fly. As the world turns, I spread like germ. Bless the globe with the pestilence. The hard-headed never learn. This my testament to those burned. Play my position in the game of life, standing firm. On foreign land, jump the gun out the frying pan. Into the fire, transform into the ghost rider. A six-pack and a street car named Desire. Who got my back in the line of fire holding back? What? My peoples, if you with me, where the fuck you at? Niggas is strapped and they trying to twist my beer cap. It's called a journey for the bad seed from bad sperm. Herb got my wig fried like a bad perm. What the blood clots? We smoke pot and blow spots. You want to think twice? I think not.